Good morning. It's Saturday, November 20th, 2022, and I'm Robert Edward Booth. So I've been doing some priestly investigating. I'm I'm an ordained minister, but, but I'm not a Roman Christian. I serve my king. That's... That's going to be evident. Um, Jesus is my king, but I'm not serving Roman Christianity. Therefore, you're going to find my ministry a little different. However, however, I do come from Messiah bloodlines. I come from bloodlines from the Merovingian dynasty where Templars and other people that expose darkness and such have proclaimed that that Jesus had children and Tamara was, was married into the Frankish kings during the Jews tribal uh, forming there in the Frankish territory they had a whole tribe of Jews going on and somehow they they say that Tamara Jesus' daughter married one of the Frankish kings and I come from that bloodline now I don't know exactly that I'm tied to her uh, bloodline because that's not proven but from what people that will lend to that uh there are genealogists that do have my bloodline going straight back through the kings and such that I can attach to. Royal bloodlines are easier to trace back that far given the records they keep. So, yeah, I show up as Grail bloodline. Now, the Merovingian kings themselves before the Grail bloodlines was introduced into the Merovingian kings, uh, they had this Quintetar story that, you know, wh- whether it's true or lore or what have you, supernaturally this rape occurred with Quintetar, said to be Neptune or Poseidon, different different nations call Poseidon or Neptune, the same character, the ruler of, of the uh, Atlantis, the underwater city. So we don't know those myths, but we do know that's what the lore is behind my bloodline. The Merovingian king bloodline, which I have still the birthmark of Cain, they usually had it, and four of their kings had it right near their chest, a cross shape even, a cross shape even, excuse me, notification, a cross shape even would be on their chest or their back near their, you know, heart area, a cross shape often on those, and then there was a mark again on their arm or their head, uh, because they associated occult people, sciences said that that mark was showing up on the Merovingian kings because it came from Cain's bloodline, which is a messianic or a inherited messianic king bloodline from Cain. And Cain, eventually in the evolution evolution of words, the word Cain, like the Cain in the Bible, it, it works out as king. And these are king bloodlines. You, know, you remember that, that Cain was uh, sent away from the Garden of Eden. This is the story now. I told you I'm not a Roman Christian. That, that book has been handled. Nobody's responsible for them words before that God. We'll argue about the, the levels that God goes to, but but nobody's responsible for those words, rabbinical law. So so when I refer to it, it's given that I don't know that's to be true, but this is what they have written down, where Cain was sent from the Garden of Eden after killing Abel, but he was more or less blessed. I mean, he, he had the mark on his right arm and his head. That's what I have. The Merovingian kings had the mark showing up on their chest, and I think they're head. But 
the right arm is usually, and they, they got those associated with what they call the elven people, the, the fairies and the elven. The Gnostics, like I'm a Gnostic minister. Your Gnostic people, like Essenes, or like, uh, like uh, you know, in your Bible times, the Essenes were said to be uh, Gnostic, and and the the Nazarene uh, sect that Paul or whatever was in, and I think uh, the brother uh, James of Jesus was also uh, said to be in the sect called the Nazarenes, and and they were cursed in the prayers of the Jew, cursed the Nazarenes. And the prayers of the Jew, that's a, a fact that I can share with you as a Gnostic, knowledge-based minister. So I'm also bloodlines of Enos. Enos is the first real priest that we know about. I'm the bloodline of Enos. I'm Robert Edward Booth. They say, oh, he'll prove he's Jesus and he'll be tricking you. Well, natural to protect your interest. You make a lot of money. There's a whole industry. And your soul knows, like a person's intuition, where I'm going with it. So even though there's no time and space when it comes down to the ability of the divine or the spirit, you can you can use my Reiki practice. They have the Reiki that is proven to work by doctors. And he says, you know, you transcend time and space. So, so when my soul knows something... I don't have to be there to know it. It's kind of like the doctors say, your mind does 10,000 times more than you're aware of. So your spirit knows that. Your soul knows that, you know. So they're going to protect their interests. They know this easy street, ready-made money trade that comes around. All they got to do is do what they're told in fear to be afraid of God. They've got to learn it anyway. At least check it out real good. So while they're doing it, they can preach to a big crowd that's ready-made, take the plate up, and fulfill what Rome is sending forth. Rabbinical law has it that nobody is responsible for those words before that God. All right, you want to argue, that's the only God. Well, all right. That's where Jehovah Adonai, according to Jesus, was the evil demiurge at best. And I did some tracing. I'd have to completely take you through what I looked at. And I really need to write that down. But I figured out, out of top scholars, this would be the demiurge Jehovah Adonai. So that's the best I've got. I mean, all right, Yazelboth and, and names like that when you get into the uh, Gnostic, uh, you know, were Pistil, Pistil made, you know, the Sophia, and Sophia made uh, the demiurge, which comes down to being Jehovah Adonai. So, so it, it, in all my research, as a top scholar, maybe you might compare me. I'm scholarly. So I did figure out that that out of the two, Lucifer and God, the best I could come up with is likely the Jehovah Adonai God side, is he was the one that created everything you and me know about. The evil demiurge created all the profound world was said by Jesus. See, I'm a Gnostic. You say, oh, you got to throw that out. Of course, not in the Bible. That is not an avid way of determining whether you have this or that or not. I'm looking at whose values, like character profile, what Rome has done, how you might trust that character or not. So it's it's information in any case, and it, and it should be exhibit B type thing. You know what I'm saying? So if, if Jesus did say, and, and I've had experiences, I'm a natural shaman, like I was talking about the Merovingians. They were say, those kings were said to be able to have telepathy between animals. They were real good with animals. I've always loved my dogs and different things, but they have telepathy between animals. They can lay hands on and heal people, things like that. So I'm I'm practicing, now that my head's out of the rabbit hole, things that might help me be a better healer. 
because I have those natural gifts. I should. I still have the birthmark of Cain. So the story behind that, if you really get into what the Bible doesn't tell you and stuff, Eve came back through the Garden of Eden in some writings that the Templars have and stuff, that Eve really came back through that garden and said to Adam, she said, I am pregnant with Lord Satan's child. She was pregnant with Lord Satan's child. So you had two lords and you got your duality, you know what I'm saying? So I can go through all that on, on shame and witch healer principles. Witch healer, just don't get scared of that word. That's another job that the church is doing using repulsion. Oh, he said that, I'm out of here. Holy cow, don't let that repulsion or that fear be installed and built up. That's what they try to feed to make it a stronger repulsive energy so that when I say that, you'll run. Holy crap, brave up some. You're serving the divine spirit that is great and terrible. So so my message recently has been, as a, a fair minister, you know, I don't have you corralled off the, oh, you're going to go to hell if you don't talk to me. Yeah, that's going to be something you got to find out because here's what. Here's what. I've posted it several times that, that I am ordained, but I'm going to tell you right off the bat that nobody's responsible for that Bible because Romans are handling it. If, 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 the, if the pen is not governed by the rabbinical order, you're not responsible for it. You can look it up. Rabbinical laws, you are not responsible for those words in front of that God. He can't punish you. Here's the catch. There's always a catch, right? This is my morning service. Hallelujah, whatever you want to do, holler, kiss your neighbor, all that. That's good. We'll, we'll do that someday. But right now, we're talking about what's going on in the Bible and what I can do for you. I, I am a natural shaman. I'm still learning. They kept my head in the rabbit hole for years, another non-physical repulsion. Why do I fool with you then? Because I'm going to be a really good help uh, out of the many that you need to go through that are just plucking money. Now, I told you, most ministers ain't going to tell you that you ain't that I ain't got this leverage. You're going to hell. You need to learn from me. No, you can ask just like the Islamics, or you can you can completely repent and the divine know that you're repentant and, and any condemnation get lifted. That all can happen as far as things that can happen with the divine spirit. You know, so uh, if you don't feel like you need any guidance, really, 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 uh, I, I pray the best for you. But otherwise, all I can do is offer to do my best in the insensitive, like an empath. I'm a super empath. I've seen the Thunderbird four or five times. And, and if you see the Thunderbird, I haven't got ceremony done, but I don't know any medicine men right off. I'm working on that. But uh, I've seen the Thunderbird, and, and that means I'm Hayoka. Hayoka is a sacred clown or a holy man. And I'm a super empath. So I feel what the other persons go for, go or feeling. But see, I can be empathetic to your situation using creativity. I can imagine how you feel, but I can actually feel how you feel. And that's an empath. And then a super empath, I can feel what you feel, what the divine wants for you to do. Uh, way off in the distance, I might feel it. Different things like that. You know, I don't think that's the best. I might be like that spirit does 10,000 times more. I might be way off four years from now, but something tells me. Now, I can't go with that always. Shake the box. Tell me what's in the box. No, unless you can shake the box and tell me what's in the box uh, regularly, then I don't want to trust your intuition that much. Now, that would be to give somebody advice and a lot of times not wise because they're going to get mad at you. So, I'll do my best to relay things. This is from an intuitive level. You can either take it or leave it. You see what I'm saying? You still need to make your mind up on that. 
judge yourself. Like what they did leave in the Bible, Romans handling is, is sometimes Jesus finally went up to the point you're just going to have to judge yourself. Do you feel threatened? Do you feel condemnation on yourself? If you don't, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If, if everything feels, you know, stable with your relationship with the divine power, good. I probably don't need to help you. That's the way the Gnostics felt. They don't need any priest. The Gnostics knowledge-based. If I can't know it for sure, just hold the show. I'll locate myself safely until I do know. But try not to get condemnations on yourself and figure out what human purpose is. You see what I'm saying? That's one of them questions you ask granddad or somebody like myself. They say he's going to be the ancient of days. I'm telling you right now, that Bible's got things really in a crazy way. I don't want to get into all of it, okay? So 666 ends up being Jesus and then then they end up like, you know, using like a cult level stuff where, you know, Gabriel was sent from Jehovah who's evil. You say, it's not evil. Jesus said an evil demiurge created all the profound world and I did my backup work. I now recall what it was, but I'm not going to tell you. But in the end of it, I did finally place it that Jehovah as an I was the demiurge, that Sophia created and that Pistil created Sophia so you don't have God going on. And I told you, he's evil. You shouldn't say he's God to start with. The God that created all this, but he's trying to take a concept, the fact that your psyche goes to when you say God, you mean the creator of everything. So he's trying to be God. He's evil in that essence. And getting away with it for a while because there was more good being done by him taking that position. And the divine, you know, go ahead and allowed these things to go on out from under him, allowing him that position as God. Because it's better that that goes on. You know the old saying where philosophy says, you know, the, the ends, the ends, listen to me, must outweigh the means. So he lied about being God to the Jews because he gave them guidance. And like I said, even though he's evil, he gives good laws. There's reasoning behind his laws and very powerful system that he had set up. I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is. I don't care if you're the most educated uh, evangelist alive. You do not know exactly those laws and if you do not know exactly those laws nobody is responsible before that that god like i say he is not god he's using the occult level concept that people will do when you say god and he wants at least as much as the romans can put in his hands meaning him to, to that many actual vessels people and that way it'll convert the whole world eventually using that type of energy to pull the earth inside the flesh like i said i'm a shaman witch healer so he's going to pull that much more flesh into it serving that ethereal ethereal energy the spirit type energy they're converting that using your flesh feeding you basic garbage a delusion that you're using god's word you are not that's something that your nature can be taken advantage of. I want to feel the surety that I have this and that you've preached to me authentic. And I, that's just natural for you to want to be able to have that. But somewhere deep inside, like I was talking about, your soul knows. You know there's some frauds, some church dirt you can't trust entirely, and you're going to try to live your life. I'm here to help you. I'm a Messiah bloodline, and I mean to deliver you from this threat and this unnecessary oppression on you. And I don't mean to throw away, I'm not going to. I'm not going to allow them to throw away if I ever change any system under my my authority. I'm not going to try to throw away even the uh, oppressive laws that, that I can figure out and impart that, that to a natural person feels oppressive. But you can thank me later because the, the oppression there is going to block something off that will come out somewhere else. 
You see what I'm saying? I mean, if you if you block that off, that energy that's usually getting that goes over here and this goes on. So if I'm going to rule things, I would look at what laws were there that you can grasp and watch out for clever tact and everything. And if you know, then you do know. If you don't know, then go a little further with some laws that are working until you do know. But no, you're not reliable, responsible for that God. You said, but he is God. I was addressing that. He is God. No, he is some evil demiurge willing to call himself God because he created everything that you and me know about. And they did have observatories. How's that sound? They did have observatories to view outer space. And Jesus was supposed to have said, the best I can know, given my shaman, witch healer, Merovingian bloodline, Cain, birthmark, and all, best I can tell you is what it appears to me, the one who sees the dragon bloodline, that I forgot where I was going with it. Holy crap. All right, that's where spirits come around. They can actually manipulate energies, just like the Reiki healing. If it's important, it'll come back to me. But for now, I'm going to move right along because I'm going to do like the Aikido tack. If I know this, I'm going to go right on and do what I know. Continue. Uh, they've got it all smeared and, and doctored up so that I end up the devil. That's fine. Shaman magic principles will make me both God and the devil in duality where the spirit became manifest in its condition by its own blessing, which Jove Adonai gets up in order to be God and, and, and tells you what he's going to bless because he scheduled it just like 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 somebody schedules you're going to rob your house or something, you know. He's clocked it, and he knows, you know, like an old man can just about tell you what's going to happen sometime. Well, the same way with Jove Adonai, he'll say, I'm going to do this, and then, oh, the spirit wasn't willing or something. Sometimes prophecy fails. That's all penciled in. Even back when revisions was allowed by the Jews, like I told you, he was was allowed to fool the Jews because more good was coming forth from what he was doing than there was evil. But it's not necessary. The Vedic system by the Indians, which is said to be who the dowry system was borrowed from, what you call absorption and reflection, mirrored by the Jewish rulers to make a dowry system over their people because of the way the marital system worked and how it served the divine. You didn't want the kind for bringing destruction into the world. So you made a law involving a, a dowry that the Indian people, the uh, yogi and the, the Vedic system. Now listen, the Vedic system has us coming to a place where men are going to be responsible for, for their actions before the divine without this Bible, without this false God, Jove Adonai, with a... a, a, a Teachers like myself now in this age, I was a Messiah before in another age, but I've seen what they've done. I can get into details on what they've done, right? Many of them. But, but look, going forth, what you are going to be responsible for is your relationship, listen to me, with the divine. You know what I mean, the Holy Ghost to a Christian. The divine spirit, the great and terrible the great and terrible. That's going to offer you guidance in your life and in society. And if we as people will watch guidance, be sure that we're not being deceived. Check, check, and double check our actions whenever possible. Locate to a safe location. Take a position in the situation. Can't change that right now. I want to know for sure if you have to. Like a military move, locate yourself safely. 
You know, I mean, if, if after that, it's on them. That ain't on you, you know, if you had to do that because somebody run over top of you. Do your best. That's all you can do. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Do your best. That's all you can do. And I'm here to guide you in those ways. If you know it, then you know it. If you don't know it, you don't know it. Don't make a bunch of major decisions until you have to. Somebody pushes you, that's their fault. Try not to let them. You might have to assert things like that. You might have to assert, you know, say, well, look, I can't do that right now. For them way, hopefully there'll be a law or something that helps you. Uh, you might have to go through all kinds of torment and stuff. I've had to go through right much, but but I've seen examples of, of things. Temperance. You've been toughened up. You've been toughened up. The divine knows he's not going to kill you yet. Not finished with you. The great and terrible knows that. So a lot of times your suffering turns out something you can be glad like that Taoism spelled with a T, Taoism. It, yeah, sooner or later, what suffering you was doing turns out to be something helpful on some level. I don't care if it's a relationship or getting over a dog got hurt or whatever. Whatever you went through before, a lot of times is temperance. So those type guidance and spiritual guidance, how the divinity unfolds from a spiritual condition like that duality I'm talking about, God and the devil both ending up 666, a number of completion, balance, completion. So, yeah, um, I can be good, I can be bad. You know, like that Bo Cephas song, you know. I can be good, I can be bad, all that song. But I'm trying to tell you, my goals are for the service of that great and terrible spirit and divine, and that dwells in all things. So our relationship as humans really has our sole purpose, that question you asked a granddad all time or, or some ancient of days or anything. Really, man is here sovereign on this planet, top of the food chain, and the only one here that really has the intellect to manage, govern, protect, assist, and know that God loves what he made. Yes, it's in the Roman book, and nobody will be responsible for that God. But see, that's where Job, Adonai, is evil and getting away with it at that time because more good was coming out of it than bad by calling him God. But now you're better off, like that Vedic system says, going into a relationship with the divine, where Jesus knew he was an evil demiurge, with the divine spirit, the spirit that worked through any pistil, the spirit that worked through any Sophia. Uh, that same divine spirit is is it made you no matter what the medium was like chalk or paper or, or a god or anything else, you, the divine made you they were mediums any gods or anything else you put in, in alignment with your creation that was a medium so our service is to the divine spirit great and terrible both dogs need fed you know i mean while you're going through your life you're gonna you feed both dogs you try to serve the light i believe that's true according to what the messiah jesus taught even with roman handiwork i do so far believe it's any guidance to serve the light that there's already going to be enough darkness i mean if you serve the darkness eventually going to dwell in the darkness darkness and destruction if you serve the light maybe light you know with any hopes will follow you light and life so I'm, i mean if it's time for you to die even the good Christian, if it's time, if time is over with, I, just like the example, uh, you know, my work is done. So as passers through this world, we maintain a relationship with the divine as the sovereign beings on this planet, top of the food chain, and we have responsibilities. We are here for a purpose. You know what I mean? Everything works in an ecology. People are part of the ecology. Don't forget that, humanity. You're part of the ecology. So to guide apocalyptic group, 
humanity away from destructive service to the darkness, but to service to the light, because there's already going to be enough darkness. There's a balance. The divine, greater, great, and terrible going to balance all that out. But you, as my following, as the Messiah's following, as best I can put it and see it and everything, dragon's eye, I'm dragon bloodline, the one who sees... I'm, I'm saying, you know, serve the light. You know, as of date, revisions being possible even in the Jewish law. As of date, serve the light. The darkness is going to come anyway. As far as compensating for it in a balanced wholeness, you know, you go ahead and do the light. The, the darkness will come. You do all this light. You can bet in the balance, there'll be all that darkness going on. But as far as the followers of any Messiah, a best I know is during the times that you were tried where you didn't have the rent and you had to pull off a heist of some type. No real choice. If you've got your hate money going and all that and you really are willing to work, you know, according to what book you are looking at, you know, if you refuse to work, you, you don't deserve to eat. So, you know, if you do kind of like, I can really put it all together, hate money and all, you're still willing to work. So if you'll do your work, you deserve to eat. If you're not greedy, if you're not materialistic, which is what I'm seeing that Messiah teach about. Uh, I'm saying, you know, you, you get yourself a, a cozy little place, something you can get by on, not materialistic, not showing off and all that, and just say, you know, I'm, I, I can eat, I'm happy, you know. I mean, don't place your happiness on a mansion. You're, you're not going to represent your relationship with, with the divine and, and making everything materialistic. I mean, you know, I'm happy because my soul's overjoyed. I have communion with the divine. I have faith in that communion because Jesus has offered me assurance that now anything I've done wrong, forgiven, and I can be in that oneness, in that balance and attunement with the divine spirit now. And that's what that Vedic system offers, that we're going into that era where they fouled a lot of that other stuff up. Men get their hands in it, corruptness of men, things they let themselves be misled by and stuff. And then you end up with corruption in the religions of the world. So the divine is going to offer us guidance. The Vedic system is one example that you might look at for guidance. Look, the Bible was fumbled and rabbinical law broken. You're not bound to it. So what is something else you can see what synchronizes is that the divine has put that Vedic system, has put messiahs like me to help you understand. Not before that God, not before that one who got called God who was really a demiurge. No, you're not guilty before him. And and, and if, he, if he does get away with punishing you, the divine and the laws of the divine that love you will punish him eventually. And, and in the book of Thomas, Judas, he talks about many heavens that, that they will even fall, but the law of God will stay the same. And that's the one I'm talking about, the divine in you and him doing that to you without the rules being kept. See, if, if you make a deal and you agree with that deal, the divine has laws, cosmic laws, or whatever level you take that to, that govern what the one can do to the other. The divine gives way to that because the other one did that, you see. So we as an apocalyptic group need to know that even though that God, the one that got set up as God by the Jews in a deception that has Sophia and the Pistil and all that above, any of that that leaves you rabbinical laws broken and you can't trust those words, look, you can trust and you're not responsible for those words anymore. Rabbinical laws broken. I'm going to tell you that. My ministry does include fool you, threaten you with hell, all that mine has to do with delivering you from the wrath of the divine that when the planet is out of balance, the likeness or any compared to wrath, 
because it needs to burn off or get rid of the unnecessary. Don't be the ones with condemnation on you. That's what I'm trying to get you away from. And it ain't going to be some fake. We do anything we want to and we're forgiven. Holy crap. That is not the ways of a master. The masters, they rec- re- re- they see that you have a balance to achieve uh, and that you're, you're the highest of the food chain and we have a calling as humans. You know, to be responsible, to be management for this planet, having the intellect to do it, hands to, to fa- fashion things that animals don't have. We can do things about maintaining this planet. Instead, one of the more destructive forces on it is humanity. Not even thinking about it, doing what's natural, running over top of everything. I'm bigger, I got a bigger fix than you do. The ants, the trees, everything else, all the birds and flowers all run over top of you. You still got them. Oh, yes, everything's fine. Everything is not fine. Science is saying it all over the place, loud and clear that you're having trouble. So look, we're here to watch out for that wraith, any comparison to it. And you say, but we're free now, not responsible for that God. I told you, Jehovah is evil. He played it that he was God. He got away with it for a while. Time and place was right. Now, the, the good book's been proven. You can prove that rabbinical laws are broken. You're not responsible. But a Messiah, me, I'm telling you, you're still responsible with a relationship with the divine spirit. You're still going to be responsible for your spirituality before that divine spirit that dwells in you and me and everything else. You'll learn. You'll learn. I'm not threatening you that you're going to go to hell if you don't read this Bible, that if you don't accept this salvation. I'm just trying to help you know that there is still a God to fear. You just don't have that God making those laws. He's evil, but he makes good laws. As far as the system that was working for the Jews, if you want to make his strength your strength, be in a scene. Be be in a scene that is a Gnostic. Be, Be a Nazarene that the Jews cursed for breakfast. During their breakfast prayers, they cursed the Nazarene, Jesus the Nazarene, uh, Paul in the book of Acts, and the Nazarene sect. So that is what I am, a Gnostic minister, and I know about the evil demiurge and stuff, and they lie to you. My first time telling you that's all null and void. You're not responsible. But I am going to catch you before you fall. If there's anything I can help you with, see 3oaks1.com, 3oaks1.com. I'm Robert Edward Booth. Like Robert Edward Lee, that's my fifth cousin. Oh, King Edward one, King Henry three, King Albert the Great, Charlemagne, William the Conqueror, Robert one of France. All those are grandfathers of mine. I could just probably keep listing them. I got like twenty five grand, twenty five uh, kings, direct descendants of mine. They're not descendants, but ancestors. I want to see it. Three Oaks One dot com. Peace to you and peace profound. I'm a true mystic and I mean to learn and grow and I mean to bring you with me. Peace.